Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen, wherever you are, however you may be listening, welcome to the JET Show, presented by Full Press Jets on the Full Press Coverage Network. I am your host, Jesse E. Thurmer. This show will be available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Just search Full Press Jets. Follow us on Twitter at Full Press Jets. And follow me, your host, at JT underscore 17, all spelled out. We're here to do one thing and one thing only, talk New York Jets football. Before I get started, you know, I was I was looking through the numbers at the podcast, um, you know, because I like to keep track of how episodes are doing, um, when people are listening to them, how they're listening to them, and I found where I was being listened to when I was running my reports. Quite the international audience for a franchise like the New York Jets. Um, so to all of you not listening in the United States, hello. Uh, hola, guten tag, listeners all over the world. If you're coming from outside of the United States, we'd love to hear from you. Um, maybe I'll have to put an email together so we can uh, make that work. So, Adam Gase is gone. Not soon enough. Uh, Robert Sala put ink to paper Tuesday, that was January 19th, 2020, to be the next head coach for the New York Jets. That puts him on a five-year deal. With him, he's bringing a wickedly talented staff. Here's what we got. 
Coming over is uh, Mike LaFleur, former 49ers passing game coordinator. He's going to come and be the offensive coordinator for the New York Jets. John Benton was the 49ers offensive line coach. He's coming over to be the O-line coach and the run game coordinator. Rob Calabrese was a Denver offensive quality control coach. He's coming to be the passing game coordinator. For those of you who don't know, offensive quality control and defensive quality control are members of the staff who their job is to prepare for the next game. And what I mean by that is, um, so if the Jets have members of staff who are offensive quality control coaches and the Jets are set to play the Buffalo Bills week one, for example, what that what that department is going to do is pull together all the film on the bills that they have. Um, they're going to do the research to essentially create reports for the coordinators, for the head coaches. So they're really like the first scouts, if you want to say, of the team you're going to be playing. And their whole job is to figure out tendencies, personnel packages, um, scheme types, all of the all of the ins and outs that go into play call decision making, it's already being looked at by quality control coaches. So just for those of you, because this was research I had to do too, um, that's what quality control coaches are. And if it's defensive, then you're looking at the other team's offensive offensive packages. And if you're defense, you're looking at, or if you're offense, then you're looking at the defenses. Anyways, now you can say you learned something here at the show. Uh, Greg Knapp was Atlanta's quarterback coach. He's coming to New York to fill the same role. Taylor Embry was a 49ers offensive quality control coach. Then he went to the University of Colorado as a tight ends coach, and he will be the running backs coach for the New York Jets. Miles Austin, former Dallas wide receiver, 49ers offensive quality control. He's coming to be the wide receivers coach. Brant Boyer has been maintained as the special teams coordinator. And Jeff Olbrich was Atlanta's defensive coordinator after Dan Quinn got fired and did a much better job with that defense. He's coming to be the defensive coordinator. So what that means first and foremost is Coach Sala isn't going to be calling the defensive plays for the New York Jets. He's already said he's not going to. Um, and frankly, I can understand that when you're the head coach, you have slightly different things to worry about. But it also impresses me because putting together a staff like this, a very diverse staff, a very talented staff, uh, is is kind of like what Ed Orgeron down at LSU did, where he doesn't need to do everything as the head coach. And Robert Sala doesn't need to do everything as the head coach. What he needs to do is find people who can do the jobs he needs them to do um, and do that well under him. So maybe that's why he's not calling the defensive plays he doesn't he's shouldn't be calling the offensive plays regardless um and especially with this bad taste that adam gase left in jets fans mouths i think we should be grateful to see a head coach whose priority is being the head coach um the biggest takeaway from this new hiring is the energy that coach sal is bringing to the new york jets this team has been missing this drive this competitive edge for years okay ever since rex ryan the last energetic coach the new york jets had was rex ryan and rex ryan i i don't even want to say he was energetic he 
Rex Ryan embodied the spirit of New York. He was loud. He was brash. He wasn't going to take anything from anybody else. It was his way or the highway, and he let that be known to everybody else. After Rex Ryan, it was Todd Bowles and Adam Gase, two of the most emotionless coaches in the NFL. Um, Todd Bowles now was the defensive coordinator, came to be the head coach for the Jets. After he was let go, he's now the defensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are now in the Super Bowl. Uh, good for Coach Bowles. I will always attest that there are some people who are just better coordinators than they are head coaches. I think Todd Bowles is a perfect example of that. And then Adam Gase has just been a whole slew of uh, disaster from day one. Starting from his press conference, we just knew things weren't going to be go off well. Coach Sala controlled that press conference. Um, this man is a he's he's been described as a leader of men. He's a man amongst men. He controls the energy in a room. He commands the attention in a room. He speaks with passion. He speaks with excitement. And I think if you were watching his introductory press conference, you got a little bit of a glimpse into that. And so I think that's something that we can really be excited for. Because if you have a football team, especially one like the Jets, that's really been... The Jets have no culture. Okay, let's be real about it. The Jets have no culture. There's nothing the Jets do particularly well. There's nothing the Jets aren't... The Jets are known for the butt fumble. Let... I, I'm sorry. I can't live it down. I'm in the heart of New England Patriots territory. Anytime I try to talk about football with somebody, somebody's always going to bring up the butt fumble. That's what the Jets are known for. The Jets have no culture. They haven't had a culture since 2010, 2011. They had that like one ten and six season, but anyways, Robert Sala needs a get back coach because he's just so fired up on the side that they, their strength coach has to follow him around and pull him back off the sidelines so the referees don't run into him because he's just that into the game of football. He's that into his players. He's he's that into the job he's doing. He takes pride in what he does, and he's going to let everybody know he takes pride in what he does. We need that. We need somebody to inject some energy into Atlantic Health Training Facility because it's just been dead for years. It, it really has. This, this, we, maybe Greg Williams was able to get the defense fired up a little bit, but that's not the team's culture. That's, that's what goes on in the meeting rooms. And, you know, that didn't translate very well to the field. What also surprised me. And it's a shame it surprised me because it really shouldn't. After Coach Sala was hired, he immediately texted, uh, he immediately called Mekhi Becton, uh, New York Jets left tackle, franchise left tackle. Um, and reports are now that on the day he had inked his contract, he has called or texted every single player on the Jets roster. Why was it, the fact that this was news for the Jets, like that this isn't something that occurs often when they hire a new head coach, absolutely boggled my mind. It really did. But the fact that there's a coach who cares enough about the roster, who cares enough about the players to put that effort into them, that's great news for this team going forward. Regardless of how much of football's a business, that's good that there's a coach who cares enough about his team to go out 
and make contact with everyone because that wasn't reported on what two three years ago when Adam Gase was hired that wasn't reported when Todd Bowles got hired it's new and it's refreshing and it's much much needed I I really hope Robert Sala is the guy to put it together I really hope Coach Sala is the guy because man these past years have just been insufferable they really have so now it's that transition period where it's time to start getting ready for the draft. There's a lot of options available for the team. Um, and I want to talk about one of those options after the break. That's been the only news that anybody in the Jets world has been able to talk about for the past couple weeks. Um, and that's Deshaun Watson. We're going to get into that and um, that whole shebang. So... New coaching staff, almost entirely new coaching staff for the New York Jets as we enter a new decade, a new era of New York football. I think this is something we can look forward to. Uh, Last episode, we were talking about the players we can look forward to, the players that uh, might be the unsung heroes of the team, the the high producing but not recognized athletes like uh marcus may has been a class act safety he's been a fantastic player for the new york jets he he's going to get re-signed this offseason um i fully expect joe douglas to get that deal done he's somebody we know about okay um but john franklin myers bryce hall you know those lesser guys are something to get excited about and while we can be excited about the players this coaching staff is something to get excited about too because these players can only play as well as the coaching staffs coaching them to. I, that's the glory of f- football. It's it's just as much a coaching game as it is a player's game. Um, and if if you go look at anybody with any sort of credentials in, in the football world, um, the Jets are putting together a very exciting coaching staff, and that's something we need to recognize and that's something to look forward to as well when the season starts. When we come back from the break, we're talking to Sean Watson. And I know you're either you're either on one side of the fence or on your, the other side, and there's absolutely no in between. So we're going to cover that right after the break. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to the JET Show presented by Full Press Jets and the Full Press Coverage Network. I am your host, Jesse E. Thurmer. The New York Jets are in a very interesting position now. I think, personally, I'm not a Sam Darnold fan anymore. Sam isn't the answer. But the Jets are in a position where we can do a lot in terms of the quarterback position in the upcoming draft. There's Justin Fields from Ohio State. There's uh, Mac. 
Mac Jones from Alabama, Zach Wilson from BYU. Those are the three, probably less Mac Jones, more Zach Wilson. Um, the Jets can keep Sam or the new option on the table is trading for Houston Texans quarterback to Sean Watson. Um, the Houston Texans promised one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, a minimum top 10 quarterback in the NFL that he was going to have some say in the decision-making process in terms of the team needing to hire a new general manager and a new head coach after Bill O'Brien left. Bill O'Brien left because he traded one of the best wide receivers in the NFL and Deshaun Watson's favorite target to the Arizona Cardinals for absolute peanuts. A few months ago when I made the joke about trading Robbie Anderson for a bag of chips and a ham sandwich, Bill O'Brien traded DeAndre Hopkins away for a bag of chips and a ham sandwich. And that didn't go over well with Deshaun. And then front office says, okay, well, we're at this position. We need a new head coach. We need a new general manager because Bill O'Brien was both. So not only was he a bad decision maker in the front office, he blew a 24-0 lead to the Chiefs in the playoffs, which isn't the first time he's coached bad football games. Um, and after promising Deshaun Watson that, um, the team didn't hold up their end of the bargain. Um, and Deshaun Watson has now, as of I think yesterday, which will be January 27th, officially requested a trade from the Houston Texans, um, especially because the only man who probably could have even remotely kept Deshaun there of the available hiring candidates was Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy wanted nothing to do with the Houston Texans job. They have no draft future, awful capital, and a uh, obliterated roster. So they hired David Culley, and Deshaun said, okay, I'm out because... Uh, he wanted Robert Sala and Eric Bieniemy to be interviewed. Uh, Eric Bieniemy wants nothing to do with Houston. Robert Sala's over in New York, so Deshaun wants out. I know I said we're only talking Jets football, but it's very important to set precedent for this story because I'm really tired of getting on social media and hearing that Deshaun Watts is being a crybaby. And they'll compare him to the Jamal Adams situation, and I really would like for people who are holding on to that narrative to understand one very important thing. Jamal Adams as a safety has zero impact input on the franchise. The New York Jets traded away Jamal Adams and this team, especially from a defensive perspective, wasn't really any different. It's not a premium position. It wasn't the end of the world. I was upset then with how it was handled, but it's kind of like running backs. They said a dime a dozen because now Seattle gave up their next two first rounders to us for a glorified outside linebacker who drops more interceptions than he has sacks. Although, no, he did get the sack record for a DB. Good for him. Um, congratulations. I know that's not an easy feet to accomplish but uh, okay anyways uh Deshaun Watson on the other hand the face of the Texans franchise um 
and an incredibly good football player was promised. He was promised. Let me say that one more time. He was promised a say in the process. This isn't Deshaun being mad nobody reached out to him. Because then, okay, yeah, that might have been him being a little upset or a crybaby or a diva or a prima donna. Like, Sam Darnold had no say in the hiring of Adam Gase or Robert Sala, but that's because Sam Darnold doesn't have that leverage and nobody promised Sam Darnold that leverage. The Texans did that with Deshaun Watson and then went back on their word, so I can understand why he wants out. Uh, the New York Jets are Vegas's opening leader to make a trade for the three-time Pro Bowl quarterback at 2-1 to one odds. So Vegas will bet on anything. Right now the Jets are the favorites because the Jets are one of the few teams that can construct a package good enough to trade over to Deshaun Watson. Um, regardless of how we cut it, Sam Darnold isn't it. And I can hear all the voices from Facebook and Twitter and whatnot into my head talking about well, Sam Darnold never had this, or Sam Darnold never had that, or X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. A few things about that. First of all, you cannot throw nine touchdowns in a 16-game season. You cannot throw nine touchdowns in a 16-game season. You can throw nine touchdowns in, I don't know, a 16-day stretch. I'd be okay with that. Can't be doing that for an entire season. Sam Darnold has not played up to his third overall value. I think regardless of who you are, we can agree on that. He's 13-25 and 25 all time with a 45-39 to 39 touchdown to interception ratio. I, it, he's three years into the league and he still hasn't figured it out. He's three years into the league. I, I don't care about his lack of a supporting cast or his battle line or, or who he had at receivers, because Joe Flacco did the same thing this past season with the same supporting cast, and even though the Jets didn't win because it was, uh, for example, the Thursday night game at Denver, the offense did a heck of a lot better when he was in there. We've, we've got to compare two different quarterbacks with the same thing, and Sam Darnold still... He's a third-year player making the same rookie mistakes, overthrowing the ball, making bad decisions, trying to do too much. He's he's playing hero ball, but the problem is he's not the hero in the story. He's trying to extend play. He, he thinks he's Deshaun Watson with that miracle ability to extend plays, but the difference between Sam and Deshaun Watson is that Deshaun has a 33-7 to touchdown-to-interception ratio. This past season, Sam threw nine touchdowns and I don't, a double digit number of picks. It's statistically 11 interceptions this year. Thank you. This past season was his lowest quarterback rating all career. From the year he was drafted to last year to this past season, it's gone down and down and down. I feel like if you're a good quarterback, if you're a great quarterback, you make the team around you better. What do I mean by that? Let's let's keep it in the division. Let's keep things simple in the division. 
Tom Brady over the New England Patriots. Aside from Julian Edelman and Rob Gronkowski and, what, one season with Randy Moss, Tom Brady was throwing to nobody and made it work. Because he made the receivers he was playing better. Chris Hogan came to the Jets. Chris Hogan was not good at the Jets. Won a couple rings with Tom Brady. Or even more recently, let's go up to Buffalo. Good for Buffalo, by the way. They're they're doing it right up there. Um, You know, even before Stephon Diggs, uh, Josh Allen's just making the receivers better. John Brown and Cole Beasley... Both quality players. They could come to the Jets and both be starters. They're not Hall of Fame talents, but they made it to the AFC Championship game because their quarterback is making them better. Sam Darnold does not make the team around him better. Sam Darnold needs a crutch to succeed. You can't have that. So... Maybe a new staff is what Sam Dartle needs. Who knows? What I do know is he's the same turnover machine he was in USC. I'm not trying to bash Sam Darnold. I'm not trying to slander him. These are simply the cold, hard statistics. Sam Darnold regresses year to year to year. He gets worse and worse and worse statistically. I'm not trying to bash on him. These are just the numbers. So the the options here, you can keep Sam and take the gamble that it's a coaching staff he that needs to fix him. At this point, I I think Sam needs to go somewhere else because the Jets are set there at the number two pick. They're not going to take Panay Sewell because they don't need two left tackles and it's going to be pointless to ask one of them to either Makai Becton or Panay Sewell to switch positions. Why would you draft? Anyways. Uh, Justin Fields, who was kind of on a toss-up and then had that really good game against Clemson, um, or Zach Wilson over at BYU, or Deshaun Watson. The draft's a crapshoot, so I just want to talk about Deshaun Watson for one moment. The reason I feel comfortable talking about Deshaun, first of all, there's a no-trade clause in Watson's contract, basically meaning he gets some say in where he gets drafted. I'm, I'm sorry, traded. If the Texans come up to a trade with, say, the Miami Dolphins, who are probably the runners-up behind New York because they also have enough draft capital to execute a deal, although I'm not sure how they're really feeling about Tua over there. Um, if, if Deshaun doesn't like where he's going in a potential trade package, he can say no, and it doesn't happen. So essentially, Deshaun gets to go where Deshaun wants to go, provided that team trades for him. And in this instance, first of all, the Jets have a ridiculous amount of cap space, and we have the draft picks to pull it off. You are looking at at least three first-rounders. I think the going base package would be the number two overall this year. Seattle's pick this year. Seattle's pick next year. And probably a day two, second or third rounder. Uh, maybe throw Sam Darnold in there. If not, send Sam to the Colts or to Pittsburgh or uh, 
you know, wherever. If that trade goes through, if Joe Douglas is able to make it work, we are looking at a 25-year-old top 10 quarterback in the league. He threw last year, Deshaun Watson last year, led the league in passing yards with 4,823, a touchdown-to-interception ratio of 33-7, to and a QB rating of 112.4 behind only Aaron Rodgers. Pro Football Focus gave him a 92.5 rating. He did all of that. That was a career high in yards and touchdowns, throwing to a receiving core of Brandon Cooks, Will Fuller, Jordan Akins, and Randall Cobb. Give me Denzel Mims, Jamison Crowder, Chris Herndon, and Allen Robinson, free agency permitting, any day of the week over that. Even if you don't get Allen Robinson, give me that off. Give me the Jets receivers over whatever that Houston has any day of the week. Oh, but Deshaun Watson can't win a football game. They went 4-12 and last year. Yeah, they also had one of the worst defenses in the NFL. Averaging, letting up 30 points a game. You can't win football games if your defense is letting up 30 points a game. I think it was 29.6, something like that. Rounding. 30 points a game. You can't win with that. And... Yeah, were the Jets that bad? No. Is there room for improvement? Absolutely. And part of it has to do with a young, inexperienced defense. And, you know, this new coaching staff can really flip that on its head. So the benefit, I think the biggest thing here, if if Joe Douglas, because here's what you got to look at. We know Joe Douglas is a big build-through-the-draft guy. That's, that's his MO. We saw that last year in the draft. That was how they kind of ran things over in Philly. Not a huge free agency area. That's not really how they did business. If the Jets trade for Deshaun Watson, I'm not saying they, they will, although I have heard reports that Joe Douglas made an initial call just to see what the asking price was. If the Jets trade for Deshaun Watson, they're getting a top 10 quarterback who turns that franchise around immediately a competent quarterback who can clearly perform with an under talented staff with the head coach he wanted in the first place and now all of a sudden ooh, Deshaun Watson comes to the Jets it's it's kind of like the Kevin Durant Kyrie effect over in Brooklyn now all of a sudden every if Deshaun Watson comes I promise you the Jets become a free agent destination overnight the Nets became a free agent destination overnight and now they're a power three team or a big three team I'm not quite sure what that terminology is but you get the point because now it's Kyrie Katie James Harden Deshaun Watson comes in it changes the culture it changes the offense and it changes. I'm not saying the Jets are going to be Super Bowl contenders if Deshaun Watson comes over. And that's not a one-season flip around. This isn't the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, okay? But it puts the Jets light years ahead of where they would be if they keep Sam Darnold or if they take uh, Justin Fields, who I'm kind of iffy on, and Zach Wilson through the draft. There's so much more benefit How's about this? What if I told you that the New York Jets could trade for Deshaun Watson in exchange for a first-round pick, Jamal Adams, and 
maybe a third. Six months ago, that sounded like a hell of a deal. But now all of a sudden, now that we put the first round draft pick tag on it, oh, it's too expensive. Or If you think it's too expensive, I don't think you understand the value this team's getting. A single-digit interception thrower, a 30-plus touchdown passer, that flips the offense on its head overnight. I think the defense can make do with that. It is, it is an overnight franchise-changing trade, and you can get a solid 5 to 10 years out of Deshaun Watson should this trade be executed. If you're not on board with that, now, maybe don't get your hopes up. I'm trying hard not to because we know, like I just said, Joe Douglas, not a big free agent, not a big trade kind of guy, but he did also say that they were going to try and make a splash in this offseason. This would flip the league upside down. If you weren't on Team Deshaun when this episode started, I sure hope you're on Team Deshaun now. This kid is a bona fide stud, an all-pro caliber talent, and he's just a call away from being in the green and white in the New York Jets. And all of a sudden, this AFC East looks real open. And two years from now, the AFC itself is looking real open. And they're that one great player away from putting themselves in a better position. Because like I said last episode, it's not one player fixes the whole thing. But it puts them in a much better position, short-term and long-term, to fix everything. Especially when you consider the positions that the Jets need. Uh, wide receiver, running back, edge defender. Those are all second, third-day draft finds that you can get at your local grocery store and find somebody serviceable enough to do that job. The Jets don't need a generational edge defender talent, especially because there isn't one in this coming draft. The Jets don't need a generational wide receiver because there isn't one in this draft. As high up as people are on Devontae Smith, let's not forget, nobody knew who Devontae Smith was until Jalen Waddle went down. Jalen Waddle was the guy at Alabama. And then he got hurt, and, and good for Devontae Smith having that absolute season. Congratulations to him on winning that Heisman Trophy. I know that's a huge accomplishment for the wide receivers. But we all know that there's plenty of talent to be found in the second, third day of the draft, as it always is. Especially in this awkward position where the Jets are at with that second overall pick, where you could almost frame it as a... The Jets could probably trade back with that second overall pick. So why not put it towards if 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 Sam Darnold stuck around or the Jets had to draft a quarterback or the Jets regardless of which way it's going with the new coaching staff, this team is starting over offensively from square one. New offensive coordinator, new head coach. That means whichever quarterback is in the building come training camp, they're starting over. So why not start over with the best option available? If you have to go back to the beginning, why not go back to the beginning with the best quarterback available? Don't risk it on some kid from USC who really hasn't shown anything. 
don't risk it on some kid from Ohio State who's had his ups and downs. Don't risk it on Mormon Mahomes from BYU. Go with the most secure, best option available, and you won't be disappointed because he's a fantastic talent. Far better than all three of those options combined. I'm not the general manager of the New York Jets. Believe it or not, wish I was one day. But this seems very obvious to me. There's a disgruntled player who wants out, likes your head coach, and can very easily change the face of the team. Why would you not go pick that? I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the JET Show. I am your host, Jesse E. Thurmer. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay classy, stay optimistic, and most importantly, go Jets. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered chumpacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.